So welcome to the first ever episode of Persist for Passion. And today we have Miss um, Hasiba Ali. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Hasiba Ali. I'm from the country of Kashmir and um, I'm an artist and printmaker. Okay, so how long did you want to go into the art field? I think it's something that I've always really wanted to do, but um, I just never really assumed that I'd be able to pursue it. Yeah. Um. So it's always been something that's deep down, and a lot of my family members, the the female side, um, are very creative. So it's kind of been instilled with me from the beginning, really. Okay. So you'd say like, um, it was really family influence or like something that was like passed down to you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So um, did you hear about going into STEM fields a lot when you were a kid? Definitely. It was always. You know, you'd always hear your grandparents say, you know, become a doctor, go into the sciences, um, do something that's reliable. Yeah. And then you know that there's not going to be, you know, difficulties within that job. It's, yeah, it was it was a lot when I was younger and a lot about um, medicine as well. I actually was considering medicine at one point, but yeah, I just didn't take it in the end. You didn't want to do it. Okay. Um, yeah. So... So you said that you heard about it a lot when you were a kid. So mm. was there like ever a time where you just had to like come out and say like, oh, like this is not what I want to do. I want to go into art. Yeah, I think with me, it was like um like a gradual process of getting to that decision. So for example, I wanted to go into medicine. So in college, I did biology, I did chemistry, I did art and I did English. Yeah. first year of the college I realized I just hate chemistry I hate I hate it I don't like it anymore and the parts of biology that I did enjoy I didn't like it in that course um and I remember speaking to my mom and we was we were talking and I was like okay I don't I don't want to do this anymore I don't wanna, I don't want to go into this so then English was an option for me but I was like let me keep art on and let me do graphics on the side I was like I was gradually going into it and like persuading myself almost giving myself the confidence to say that I want to go into art then I did graphic design and art and then halfway through the second year I was like no okay I want to do art I want to explore that and I remember saying it to my mom uh, and my dad my dad was like okay you know you can do this you can get into it and mom was like but wait how are you going to get a job are you sure about this you know what's the likelihood of you actually getting money um from this career so um and, and that hasn't really stopped I'm always kind of even now up to this point I'm still persuading my parents that this is the right decision but um yeah it is like a gradual thing and I think once from my second year of university and actually realizing and researching that you know there are careers out of this um it gave me the confidence to just be like be like to everyone okay I'm an artist I want to pursue art and I want to see where this goes yeah. So have you ever had thoughts of your own about like, oh, like, how am I going to live being an artist or like, how am I going to make money? Definitely. I think um it's kind of seen um as a silly career, as like an unserious career to kind of go into the arts. Um, You know, there's always stereotypes of you know that brown kid that wants to go into the arts and yeah. <laughs> you know it's just a bit like oh just you know he, he's not they're not with reality but it's really far from that there's so many careers in the arts without 
um, having arts and artists, uh, the, the world literally wouldn't function, really, if you think about any design concept as well and storytelling. Um, so, yeah, I think I did my own research about, you know, what fields were in the arts. And I think once I did that, it made me kind of a bit shocked in a sense that, wow, there's so many different pathways that you can choose from but no one really speaks about it when you think about art it's either oh you're going to be an artist or you're going to be an art teacher there's yeah there's not really in between with that yeah so I want to go back to when you said like um like art is important it is I feel like it's important to recognize that there are so many careers out there whether it's being a doctor or just you know like being anything, being an artist, being a doctor, being an artist, I feel like you're always helping somebody because, you know, you can entertain people through art. You can see different perspectives through art. And I I noticed on your um, Instagram page that you currently host art, art workshops and you even mm -hmm. fundraise for charities around the world. So tell us a little, um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I consider myself a, a, soci a socially engaged artist. And what that means is I always try and incorporate people within my work and constantly meeting people. And that's really important to me. I, I think as an artist, sometimes when you're just solely doing art and, and just in your studio, it can be quite lonely. Um, so having that sense of like pushing it out there, you know, you're speaking to people, doing workshops. I really, really enjoy that because I'm going into different settings. I'm going into like youth settings. I'm working with kids. I worked with an ESOL class earlier on in the week and they really, really enjoyed the session. Um, and it's just nice because you're teaching people a certain skill. And when they're looking at you, that they're seeing the representation, especially with the younger generation, they're seeing the representation, representation that I didn't see when I grew up. I didn't see like you know a South Asian women being successful and being an artist as well so um, I think that's really important and even in terms of like the charity aspect um, I did work about the Syrian refugee crisis and I did work about the Pakistani floods last year um, and it's important to me for, to speak about things that I feel like need to be spoken about more um, so I implement that a lot within my work and it's part of my ethos of being an artist as well. So you can stick to your values and your morals, but you can also be an artist and, you know, really bring out that creativity. Yeah, I definitely feel like, especially working with kids, I feel like almost every kid wants to go into art starting out just like, oh, I want to know how to draw. And I feel like yeah. it just brings some sort of fulfillment, knowing that like, well, for you, I feel like it it like brings a sort of fulfillment knowing that I'm helping these kids I'm um bringing out this like sort of passion into them definitely and you know people just assume that if you're going to be if you're going to go into art that's all you're going to do no you can you can do it as a even if you just want it as a hobby or if you want to do it whilst you're doing something on the side when these kids see these um you know successful South Asian people actually pursuing art it makes them think okay like if if we can go into art we can go into any career that we want to and it just um gives them that agency to kind of explore and tap into the creative side whatever field that they want to go to yeah. every career will have like um a creative aspect of some sort in there 
Yeah, so my aunt's actually an artist herself, but she also does um something on the side, like into like um like an office job, like a normal office job. So do you were there ever any times that you doubted your career choice and you felt like, oh, maybe I should go into something in STEM? I know that you talked about going to medicine, but um were there any times like that was something that your parents really influenced on you? But were there any times in your life that you directly felt as if like, oh, like maybe this won't work out for me? I literally felt like through, I felt like that through the first three or four years of my career, which is quite a lot. Um, You're constantly doubting yourself, especially in the beginning, straight out of university. No one really teaches you or gives you that um that, that, that advice of, okay, well, how do I become an artist? What are the next steps that, um, that I need to take? And I'm very, you know, I feel very, um, I feel a lot about that, that people really need that support when, when they leave university. But yeah, it was a lot, like in the beginning, I wasn't, I wasn't an artist straight away. I was doing art on the side whilst I was doing these like part-time jobs. I was working retail. Um, After I worked in retail, I worked at a hospital being um an activities worker. And that was really interesting. So it was like, that was when I died myself a bit. I was a bit like, hmm. Do I go into healthcare or do I carry on with this? But it was people from people being at the hospital being like, no, okay, you're really good at this. Carry on with this. It's it's a constant doubt because with an artist, with being an artist and being an art, especially during the pandemic as well, it was very up and down. You just didn't know where you were going to end up with. But I think with um the creative the creative career in general in the beginning, it's really just about establishing yourself. And you might have to have a job on the side if needs be, but um, it's just a part of it. It's part of it all. And you're better off, you know, putting that hard work in from the beginning. And then it's it's really going to blossom and it's really going to show. With any job, it's going to be difficult, you know, but um, yeah. having something that you're passionate about and, and um, pursuing that even more, it makes it worth it just that little bit more. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people argue that going into the arts or going into liberal arts or humanity fields, it's not really worth um the risk. It's not like, oh, you don't make that much money or, mm-hmm. oh, it's not like as so like, let's just say like being a lawyer, like you go to law school, you do all of this, but it's not worth it or, you know, something along those lines. But I feel like just hearing your story, like, yeah, you know, you get to pursue your passion. You get to do what you've always wanted to do. I mean, what could be more worth it than that? Definitely. And I feel like, you know, there is a stigmatism when people feel like, oh, if you're an artist, you're not really taking your career seriously. But I'm an artist. I'm self-employed. I'm my own business. Yeah. I only realized that a year ago. If you're a business person, people see you with respect. But as soon as you're an artist, you're not really seen as something that serious. But you are a business. You're taking care of everything by yourself and you're choosing your own path of how you how you want to be paid, how you want to perceive yourself within your career. So yeah it's it's more than that it's not just being an artist and creating work it's the work behind that as well that needs to be respected too yeah I feel like it's it's kind of sad actually that like oh once you actually pursue something that's within your passion field creating art isn't like something just to be sorry about it's like creating art is something you want to do and that can help other people as well I mean definitely and it comes from your soul like even doing these workshops you're inspiring other people to create art and you never know what they're um how much of that can help then if they're going through tough times they'll create art or they maybe want to 
start their own career in art as well. You're, you're starting that chain, you're starting that reaction and you don't know what's going to become out of that. It's, it's amazing to see. Yeah. Um. So like, especially with you and um, selling your art for fundraising, instead of just like, um, create like creating money for yourself, saving up money for yourself. You're actually going out and helping other people in times of dire need. I mean, that's that's great. Not like you can you can help people in times of dire need. You can do surgery on them as a doctor, or you can raise money for them as an artist. I think what you're doing is is great. Yeah, I just I've always enjoyed like just giving back just a bit, and I realized okay, there's a way for me to do that in in art for for me within my work. Yeah. to kind of do that in the beginning and it doesn't have to be alive even if it's a percentage like for example during Ramadan I did something as well but I really enjoy doing that little part within my um practice so yeah I, I just it's really fun and I feel like like you, you're giving back as well whatever you give out to the universe you get back that's what yeah. my you know thinking is and it's worked so yeah I also agree I feel like I, I really deeply believe in that concept of whatever you do comes back to you so yeah I mean we're on the same page with that so um what's some advice that you could offer to any future South Asian artists um here um oh don't wait there's a there's a line that's called comparison is the thief of joy and I live by that don't compare your life and how your career is going to someone else um especially in the arts you know you see successful artists they never really speak about this struggle in the beginning yeah the struggle in the beginning and you, you you're probably thinking okay like this is not working out maybe I should go into something else maybe my art isn't good enough put your own attention and your own confidence within your art and when you walk into the room um speak about your art with with pride because no one else is going to do that for you and no one else is going to advocate for you than yourself um and you'll get there in the end just persist with everything and put that pride within your work and some solid advice and also, yeah and also another thing is just put the time and effort into your work as well yeah you you, you reap what you sow so make sure you put a lot of um, time into your practice so you talk about um feeling pride in your work. How long did it take you to feel like like um you know to feel proud of what you're doing and to be proud of the work that you've made? I think it was always there like underlying in me, but um I had a thing in the beginning when I was undervaluing myself and undervaluing my work a lot. And as I grew older and kind of matured within my practice, it was kind of think of no, I'm doing a really good job and it was only like um I was, I was speaking to this about a certain friend certain milestones when you're in that milestone you don't really understand when something that's like a big accomplishment literally six months down the line you'll look back at that and be like okay that was like a a really big deal it was a really big thing and I think it, constantly looking back on your work and looking at what you've done so far gives you pride and just feed off of that and yeah it, it takes time to really like value your work or create that confidence but create it from the beginning even if it has you have to force that confidence in the beginning it becomes forced but then slowly it becomes a part of you yeah like a big part of fake it till you make it yeah fake it till you, literally exactly I was trying to think about it <laughs> <word> as well <laughs> um so 
I don't think I have any more questions. I think this was a really good, a really good episode. Um, yeah. So thank you for being a feature in this episode. It was really nice having you. And that's it for today. Thank you. Great.